This is the Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and Katie Data for December 7th, 2011. Head for the hills! This is the Kita Anime Podcast for December 6th, 2011. Hey everybody, welcome to the Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and Katie Data. How are you doing today, Dito? <laughs> Lovely, actually. Yeah, so uh, for all of you guys watching live, you might be going, wait a minute, isn't this Wednesday? And you'd be right, it is Wednesday. And the reason why it's Wednesday is because uh, I had a work. Pizza sucks. Yeah, pretty much. We I... just we just don't want to do it anymore on Tuesday, so we decide Wednesday. Yeah. Actually, something like that, you know. But um, it's because I had a work party yesterday, and um, because of the work party, we were doing karaoke. And if you guys know, I do that on the side. And then when I got home, I sounded like this. Dino, let's do the show. Not to mention I was up since 5 in the morning packing my car for all that stuff. And it was all... Excuses. Excuses. I know. I'm waiting next week. Um, The dog ate the podcasting equipment, Dito. But I don't have a dog. But it's still ate it. I was like, how did you let the roadie in your house? I don't know. We don't pay him. So I don't know how he gets anywhere, to be honest. Um, it's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's good. It's good. I have my voice. Now I can be all radio announcer-like. <laughs> but uh, so for anybody who hasn't seen this, and we're on episode four. Seriously, you haven't seen this and, and you're listening to episode four? Um, what we do... I'm sorry. ...is we uh, take three animes, you know, two of us, and then we watch them, and then we dissect them. And we tell you all the spoilers, so if you don't like spoilers, you might not like our show. But you should watch anyways. We're sort of funny. No, not really. Maybe. I don't know. Try. It is. Be, be gentle with us, please. I don't know. But you know, what's, you know what's awesome, though? I have to say, Dito, I love that shirt that you're wearing. That yes. Is a, that is an awesome so, shirt. Yeah, I'm just going to take a quick second here and... Um, I just got this shirt from uh, Woot.com like about a week ago. So Take it off. Uh, yeah, because uh, <laughs> KT kind of uh, ordered two of them and he's been holding on to it for a while. So I finally got it from him. And also, I figured this would be a good time too because during the Black Friday uh, sales on Woot, they uh, had a special for some uh, tech gadgets. And one of them was this little fun dude had the SpyNet recording night vision goggles so i ended up buying this for like 30 bucks and for other people who are not watching this you should watch this because it's quite literally a little toy of a night vision goggles really really fun really really awesome and really does work limited but it works yeah and you know what's funny is i actually uh went and i saw it on think geek i'm like oh dude these are the glasses dito got and you know how much they were how much 70 bucks 70 bucks. I got I got $70 toy for you know for 30 bucks. That's kind of cool actually. Oh, and according to Dmax, I said the wrong date. Oh well. 
It's December 7th, guys. I don't know why I said December. Oh, yeah. Because, because I'm an idiot and I wrote that in the... Uh, okay. Yay! One for me. I'm special. I'm special. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't even catch it either, so thank you, T-Max. Thank you, because we wouldn't have gotten down it either way. Oh, wow. We've been the whole day calling it the 6th. <laughs> I know, and then, dude, I, I probably would have labeled that, too, on the episode. It's good to know. It's good to know. Anyways. We time trap. Yeah. We're time lords. Anyways. <laughs> um, so... I'm guessing you're gonna put a review some some someday on, but I don't know. Let's see. Um, oh yeah, you can see in the dark, but guess what? I can see in the light where there's no dark. What now, huh? <laughs> and if if you guys are wondering, there's these are uh, spy glasses, so there's a video camera in there. So if you see me walking around with this on, don't take your clothes off, or I'm putting it on YouTube. I'm actually going to do something like this with these. Like, I'm going to probably take those to one of my night games, uh, Microsoft, and see if they actually see, do well. can actually I, hit anybody. <laughs> no, the, the thing is, too, this is there's one big drawback. I'm pretty sure a lot of people know about, like with night vision, is you have no depth perception whatsoever. If you and run into a tree, I want to know. I want to know if you run into a tree. I want to know. No, I'm going to take that to the grave with me. <laughs> Speaking of trees, let's jump into our first show. Saw everything that makes me whole. This section is brought to you by... I can't hear a thing. <laughs> I take this seriously right now. It's brought to you by fan service, because it wouldn't be anime without it. If you guys are wondering what's going on, is because I turned that way too loud for my headphones. I can't hear a thing right now. <laughs> it made me laugh about it, too, because on, on KT's side, <laughs> is just much louder on my side, so... Oh, let's hope that doesn't happen on the recorded version. Anyways, um... When we last left off, Shu passes exam, maybe with not fine colors, I I don't know. But they let him in. Um, he shot the noisy cricket because deep down inside, he really just wants to be Will Smith. And uh, he made this super long death cannon that looked phallic. And where do you think we are now, Dito? You think they're off to do another dangerous mission somewhere? Of course. I mean, that's what that they're all about, is dangerous missions and stuff like that. So, but they return, uh, she returned to school. So it's on the, this train all the way back with the Inari, trying to talk about what it meant to be where they are, blah, blah, blah. And when he gets to school, everyone's looking at him like, whoa. Yeah, I know, because, you know, everyone knows the GHQ uh, detained him. Now they're thinking he's like some kind of cyber criminal or... Oh. A dangerous man and everything, blah, blah, blah. But then we end up meeting, encounter this other girl that just kind of says, don't uh, judge people without knowing the facts and everything. And she, he just kind of like, you know, takes that and kind of walks off to class and everything. She's like, we better but, not embarrass him, you know. Let's get the attention off him. Make him, make him the cool guy, chill on the low. 
or something like that. You know, so she comes in and everyone's just kind of staring at him and just kind of says, let's, you know, it's good to quad for the GHQ, blah, blah, blah. And then kind of like on the spot, he just comes up with this story. Like, I apparently I found a cell phone and they wanted me to question or something. So, you know, because of that, like all the students started to open up and ask him, like, oh, is the GHQ actually full of homos and stuff like that? I'm just kind of like, yeah. what? like who the, asked these questions yeah, in high school? This, is, this shows you how I'm kind of worried about the kids of the future because this is like the stuff you see them talking about on the Internet, like in 4chan and on forum messages where you get these wild ideas and then kids are starting to believe them. And I kind of worry for the future. But did you know that yeah, there's not like a real Nyan cat? cat's actually real and yeah. going through the galaxy pooping dreams. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was so true, but I guess I was wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, also, you know, of course, in the Japanese world, it's not just a random person that's trying to help out Shu. She just happens to be the class president or the council president, student council president, and looking out yes. for one of them. Remind you of any other show we've been watching that has a student council president looking out for those students? Just about all of them. I don't know. I think this is a pretty original idea. <laughs> but like, unlike our last episode, we kept on forgetting names. We actually have her name in the episode this time. So then everyone knows who we're talking about if they have not seen it or they feel like they should correct us at some point. Let's see if we can get this right. It's uh, Kona. Oh, wow. I just slaughtered it. <laughs> um, Konitsa Iris, uh, Arisa. So that would be our name, or the name she's been given. And, and you totally call yourself an otaku, Dido? <laughs> Didn't we just have this discussion? You call yourself an otaku because of this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't call myself an otaku because of this. <laughs> I call myself I suck, a blubbering idiot. I, I really do suck at names. Uh. Anyways. And as uh, we mentioned last time, uh, we would hopefully see Shu's mother. And surprisingly enough, boom, here she is in this episode. She actually comes in. And, and then you, you think she's like going to be an old hag or something. But she walks in and is like, bow, chicka, wow, wow. And, and the, the funny thing is I'm, I'm seriously waiting for somebody to uh, make a AMV with scenes of Shu's mom. And uh, the Fountains of Wayne song where it goes, Stacy's mom has got it going on. I'm seriously well, waiting for an AMV like that. The funny thing is, too, is like when I first saw her and everything, like she calls her by Haruka, which is apparently her first name. Yeah. And I thought it was like Shu's sister or something. I mean, I, I really did think that. And then after like her mom going like, oh, wow, yeah. I feel dirty now. <laughs> oh, what were you thinking, huh? Shu's sister. Yeah. 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 <laughs> are, are you the type of guy, Dito, who's like, so, uh, you got a sister? Eh, eh, eh? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, uh, I think there's a word that's been invented that would describe how Haruka dresses. Uh, scantily? Uh, no, 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 not scantily. Uh, I think it's. Two syllables or something. Uh, Victoria's Secret? No, 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 no. Um, I don't know. Maybe it'll come back to me later. Uh, Maybe. But, yeah. But, yeah. Which, and then it makes me kind of wonder of her parenting skills, if you think about it, because she doesn't come home for weeks, and then when she's home, she's half naked. Yeah, she just 
lounge, just lounging around around the house in you know her lingerie, and it seems like she like the one thing that really that struck me about her you know, presentation toward a shoe and everything is that it's like that that mom trying to just trying to give you everything, you know, it's like you had a very hard life, like a very hard day and everything. And it's just like, going, Oh, it's okay. You know, it's okay. I just feel like she had that kind of attitude towards you. you know? Yeah. Like, and then the funny thing is I was expecting, remember in what was it? Episode two when we talked about how, Oh, I can't wait to see how a uh, shoes mom freaks out when finds out shoes living with the girl. <laughs> oh and, yeah. And then, so, oh, she's like, soap. <laughs> Let's yeah, get some pizza. Like, we don't for dinner. Like, <laughs> you know, who is who is this? Oh, this is Enery. Blah blah blah. It's just like, oh, we don't for dinner. Like, I, it was so <laughs> casual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then we had the we have a scene just before like uh, Haruka walks into the door. We see a robot folding their clothes. Oh. What, what do you think about that, KT? I, I, I was like, cheater. I live in a world where I got to fold my own clothes and I don't got a robot. I go, and the thing is, like, Inari, she doesn't, like, fold. She just holds it up for the robot and the robot does the rest of the work. I'm like, that's such a cheater. Maybe I got robot envy. I don't know. Yeah, you do have robot envy. (laughs) So now we come across the the so-called next mission of the Resistance. And I found this to be actually kind of interesting. Apparently there was um, there's another uh, organization like another so-called resistance organization that is for the Japanese uh, well, government. I mean, they're yeah. like you know because the yeah. GHQ is taken over from the, the Japanese government and everything it's held it in control. So there's this other group that wants to take it back, so to speak. Yeah, and then uh, this just makes you realize, of course, the other organization has to be led by a white guy, and why, why old guy to get it right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then, then um, uh, his name just happens to be Don Eagleman, and he looks like a combination of uh, the guy from Street Fighter and uh, what's his face from Full Metal Alchemist? Oh, uh, uh, Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> like but, okay, so here's the best way to describe this: um, the Japanese uh, have a really like stereotypical view on the Americans and this Dan this Dan Eagleman pretty much sums up what they think of American people especially soldiers yeah. it was just I don't really like what after they showed this and they started I really did baseball it's like <laughs> yes just, like really like, but it was hilarious though because uh, yeah. um his uh the mission or their um they got tipped off you know saying that there's a there's a, a mob meeting a, or something. Yeah, there's like people like so conspiring against the GHQ. So you would figure that if there's people conspiring against your organization, you would you know, you know go try to reason with them or just that. No, they want to take them out and the most unique way possible. I can really say about this. <laughs> what do you think is the most unique way possible taking someone out? Um, shooting them. Yes, shooting them. But don't you think it's a little overkill to be shooting someone with surface-to-air missiles put on their side? So now they're just shooting just 
you know, directly out to sea. Well, when you're desperate, what else you got to do? And then I this this is the most random thing about it is because uh, what's the group name? Undertaker. I'm like, is it Outlaw or Undertaker? Undertaker has like infiltrated this group. So you see those like top three guys that I never know their names, but they're always around talking to a guy. And like the most, I don't even like. I don't even know why they're there. To be honest, because <laughs> they don't really do anything during the whole entire episode, other than sit there. <laughs> yeah, especially the uh, so. So what happens is like, well, we don't got any missiles that shoot sideways, but we have missiles that shoot up. So let's tilt those missile shooters sideways, and maybe they'll shoot sideways. You would figure a, a group of the GHQ and everything would have the better equipment and the better arms. You know, they do have like the, the more advanced ar- weapons to at their disposal. What brilliant person came up with surface-to-air missiles called dragoons? You put on their side and fire them. What <laughs> like, kind of person loads like three gazillion of them on a boat? Dan <laughs> Eagleman does apparently. <laughs> Because we're American. Bigger is better. Yeah, he, must, just, he must be from Texas. I don't, I don't mean to spend so much time on this. I'm talking about this, but this whole day, Eagleman's bit right here made me laugh hysterically. I had to sit there and just stare at him for like two seconds. Just like, really? This episode brought to you by Stereotypes. <laughs> Quite, yeah. yeah. It was... Yeah, anyways, let's just let's move on. So, but no, 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 others, more missiles. <laughs> yeah, more missiles. More we'll get missiles. to that in a bit. Actually, actually, um, so the this other group that is going against the GHQ is led by none other than the head of the the Conan family, which just so or the Conan family, sorry, that so happened to be the same family that our student body president, counselor, whatever, Arisa happens to be a part of so apparently she's like the eldest daughter of this group too and you know she's only in charge of doing the backroom deals yeah yeah and when we find this uh when we get into this we find guy and Shu infiltrated the party and took out a couple guys you know took their suits and everything left them butt naked in a closet because that's what they do yeah yeah why is it always that trope you go and you kidnap and you uh, beat up the help which probably was hired so like they're not even in there they're just like oh i gotta go do my job and serve hors d'oeuvres tonight it's always those guys that get kidnapped and then stripped down to their underwear and then like seriously (laughs) well the funny thing is too is that they just happen to be the same size as a high school kid and some twenty something dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really don't know what to even how to describe yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how old he is. I know, there's like a huge height difference because you see those guys that they kidnap. Yeah. They're like pretty tall, and one of them looks pretty fat too. <laughs> Anime always doing the thing you least expect. <laughs> Anyways, um, the whole point of this mission was so that they can get the 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 Conan or the Conan group to back the the resistance. And because since they share on the same ideals, they're just right now trying to negotiate. Anyways, uh, when we get there, we find that Shu notices his mom up there talking to the head of the group. And, you know, if you were, if you 
knew that about that too because he knew that she was going to a party, but he didn't realize it's the same party he's supposed to be infiltrating at. So he in her little just, red like, skimpy outfit kind of too. Bolt. <laughs> right? She's in her little skimpy red outfit too. Yeah, her skimpy red outfit. You know the one that you like, Dito? No. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not implying anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, and uh you know he bolts and is like guy you're on your own for this and <laughs> the funny thing is that uh Ar- arisa she actually sees shu and she's like what and then of course guy just comes over like hey what's up <laughs> yeah the guy flies on the charm and it just can just sits there and just like, hey, pretty lady. And then it's funny too because he slightly insults her by saying, "You remind me of my pet armadillo." And yeah. she just kind of like tries to slap him and, and then he's like, "Because <laughs> that's what guy Anyways. does." Um, <laughs> that was that was like it was a little fun scene for about two seconds. Then we go back to Dan, who decides to get finally missed. <laughs> And it was funny though because the only way that once they find out that like, the dragons are getting fired, the they, he gets in like she gets his a phone call about saying that that they have targeted the boat, get off the boat now, and he sees like sees his mom and everything over there. He's like, I, I can't do this. So they came up with like an idea, and so guy just says like, "Oh, follow me." He tells Arisa to follow her, goes out to the the deck and everything to where he. She, he sets him up to have Shu to get a void from her, which is apparently a giant flower. Yeah, and like that's not inconspicuous at all, right? No, 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 no. Yeah, no. You would assume that this is on a boat, mind you. You know, a big luxury cruise liner. You know, I'm keep on that a mind. boat. I'm on a boat. No, I'll never do that again. I'm on a mother effing boat. <laughs> KGU follow. Anyways. I just want to be on a boat. <laughs> so as the missiles get fired, the her void apparently is like a shield. No, it's a it's a giant flower looking shield that will I guess it just eliminates particles because the a missile hits well, it and it, just disappears and turns into yeah. like lights. So it looks like fireworks. So it like nullifies it. Transfers the energy. Here, I'll try to make all my sciencey terms make it work. So the shield takes the energy from the impact of the explosion and transforms it to an electromagnetic spectrum array of a light that, yeah, that fills the night sky with different wavelengths of light and color and makes it look cool. You're believable about two seconds there. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so... After they find out, like, that one, that one missile just, like, oh, Dan, the, the missile has disappeared. What do you All do? All righty. Fire the missile! It zooms out. You know, it zooms the picture out and everything, and you see about four tiers. Four tiers of just, like, missiles, and then it just pans out even further. And there, I think I counted about, like, 20, about 20 different uh, launchers that each had a, probably nine to ten missiles on each one. You see, and if it's like fire them all, yeah. You see, if the Titanic had that, it wouldn't have sunk. That's what they should have done. <laughs> Just line the deck with surface-to-air missiles. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need. Because you know, back to Titanic days, there was nothing in the air, anyways. Yeah, I just aim it at the iceberg. <laughs> I actually exactly. thought. I actually just put it on the side. <laughs> 
I, I, you know, the Titanic movie would have been a lot more interesting if that happened. Instead of, I won't let go and doink. <laughs> <laughs> well, so as we watch uh, Shu voiding out the missiles, so to speak. Ha, <laughs> pun. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Uh, uh, uh. Um, he's just like hundred. I don't want to say hundreds. You know, like dozens and dozens of missiles flying the boat, and he's just leaving the shield out there, taking it, brunting it, and then he gets blown back a couple times, and then he pans out back to Dan. He's like, "Why is no more missiles firing?" And it's like, like an idiot you would expect him to say because we're at a missile sir it's just like wow this, uh, this character dan eagleman i hope he returns it's like america i love you <laughs> oh really i really hope this dan eagleman returns he is uh, is like a character that i just have, i just want to laugh at makes you love the red white and blue so much more right <laughs> yeah the greatest part is too it, i think didn't he have like a a flag belt, like a like an American flag belt, yeah, too. Like he had, he had like the star on it, you know, the uh, the old uh, World War One stars that the univer the uh, the soldiers used to have on their pat on their uh, arms for patches. <laughs> oh, I loved it. But anyways, here comes now. That's the end of that episode. Oh no, no, no! You got guess what, guys? You you just forgot like one thing, Dito. You got forgot one thing. Like, huh. of course, at the end, you know. Uh, Arista wakes up and guys oh. like, sup? <laughs> and Brynn then walks out. And, yeah. And then what is like, up with uh, that? The guy's just sitting there waiting for her to wake up and he's like, sup? Yeah. <laughs> tells, tells her a couple things and just walks off. Just, and yeah. Then, the, 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 the one, and then there's a one thing that, I don't know, they, they just put it in because they put it in was uh, you actually see Inori waiting in the... Um, Undertaker's base, and she's just wearing this little black costume piece for no apparent reason, because she's like <laughs> miles away. And I'm like, really? You just put that in there because you want to do. <laughs> so yeah. no purpose at all. But okay, I'll go with it. Um, yeah, but then our next episode is just yeah. It comes, yeah. If you if having Haruka walk around the house scantily clad was not enough for you, guess what? Good beach news time. for you, everybody. It is the beach episode. We oh, all expect yeah. it, and we all saw it coming. <laughs> oh, when I saw this, I'm like, oh, really? Really? It, it's funny, because it goes from this serious thing where we actually learn some more about Chu and his mom to, let's go to the beach. Because that makes sense, right? Of course. Sense. After a long, hard mission, I'm going to go to the beach. But then we then then we find, and he takes his annoying friend with him too, you know the the one who's like YouTube star I wanna be. Let's film everything. He's like your, it's like your hyperactive friend on crack with a sugar rush with a camera. Why did you just describe me? Oh shit! Did I? <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Uh, I have something to tell you, KT. Um, do you have any Dr. Ginger with you? I don't. Oh. We can't be best friends anymore, bud. Oh. <sighs> Dang it. Dr. Ginger. So, I want Dr. Ginger for you. So, we have Shu that now brings his friends to the beach. He has, like, his childhood friend with her, with him. 
yeah, her. Um, it. So, no, oh, sorry. It was everyone from their um, club, you know, because they're all part of the visual club. And I just found it funny that they had to, like, Guy requested Shu to bring that his annoying friend, Kadame Shota. Sota. And, Sota. And apparently he has a void that was needed for a mission that just so happened to be in the area they're taking the, they're going to the beach to. Mm. And, and that's, uh, the whole, that's pretty much the whole episode yeah, with yeah. their like the actual plot of the episode. But we do have a couple of little fun references for you, Thanks too. Thanks for so. spoiling the whole episode, Dito. It was such an original and creative idea. You had to just spoil it for everybody. Seriously? Yes. Yes, I had to because you know. No, I didn't. I, didn't, I just wanted to want to move on really quickly. No, I'm right, uh, yeah. So, um, getting back to our little um, fun little references too. Anyone who has been an old school fan of anime or has seen a lot of the shows from back in the eighties, eighties, early nineties, they came across one called Orange Road. And for all those who don't know, and I'm just going to explain a little. There was a, the show starts out with um, a sun hat flying over a you know, flight of stairs where a boy is climbing up. Of Shota's taking pictures right next to this flight of stairs, and the same reference comes in. You know, sun hat comes in. He jumps up and catches it and gives it to the girl. So I just found this to be really funny, and I haven't seen something like that in, in quite some time. So you, you that's did, just the first thing. You didn't mention who the girl happened to be. I was going to let that for you. Oh, well, I don't know her name. <laughs> it's Rockin' Wheelie and her uh, overzealous assistant. That's her name for now. Rockin' Wheelie and Rockin the, maid, the maid cat tech girl. Yeah, because, and, and, you know, in the other episodes, you're like, I don't like anybody helping me. And then the, Sota just gives him the hat and walks off, and she's just, like, covering him, like, oh, is she embarrassed because somebody actually grabbed a hat for her. But no, she's embarrassed because the other girl's dressed up as a maid. And she's like, why in the world did you dress like that? <laughs> it just sounds like what two best friends would do. And just came across a guy like that and just like going, I can't believe you you're dressed like this. Why? <laughs> Most random scene in the episode, too, because it has nothing to do with anything else at all. Yeah. This like this whole this whole scene here has almost nothing to do with the entire episode and all. It was so it was just hilarious to me. But there was something that did involve the storyline itself. Is this all this place that they are meeting up as just so happens to be the grave of Shu's father? Dun dun dun! Oh, story development. And the the, the funny thing is so. We don't really hear anything about it, and it finds it, it, you know. So we find out that he died, and what's even more interesting is we find out what his dad did. His dad was a uh, doing research on the apocalypse virus. So, apocalypse virus—it's a family business. <laughs> um, that was an interesting way of doing it, and then. You get this little talk from Guy there, and you're like, oh, they're going to have a bonding moment right here where Guy tells him about his dad, and he's like, come over here. You see that? That's our mission. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, there's going to have a little heart-to-heart. No, this is where, this is where we're going. Like, this is yeah, where we're going to yeah. So 
to get infiltrate there, they need the void from Sota. So, um, uh, Shu's mission was to lure, lure Shota out and to extract the void. To do this, he would have to use Enery because Shota is a big Enery fan. Yeah, and he's like, I hear there, or what's the group? Egotist, I think? Yeah, uh, Egotist. Yeah. And so, <sighs> poor Enery used this bait. But this is what gets me about Enery. You know, she knows she's getting used, and she just goes along with it. Da, 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 da. Okay, I'll sit on this bench right here. I'll wait for them. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. Sota, he's like a really, really big Inori fan. And he, he he's like, and then, of course, she's spying on him because he's like, I gotta lure him over there somehow. And then Sota's like literally right about to uh, confess to Inori. And then she's like, and then takes the void right then. <laughs> yeah. And this is where the funny part, too, is because he mentions, like, Enery is my, and then just kind of cuts himself off, pulls up the void, and pretty much everyone from the resistance just kind of pops up and just, like, what So, was what are you going to say? <laughs> huh? 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 What? What? And then Enery just oblivious. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and they just walk off. It, yeah, it's was, it was just like giving him a little bit of crap and then just like, all right, to the mission and just, you know, literally pans over mission. Um, Shota's Void has the ability to, it's a camera, of course, if you would expect. It has the ability to open up anything it takes a picture of. Uh, so yes. you can see why it's an essential part to this mission. Because they can open up doors and no security system is safe. And, uh, You'd assume like a like a having a void like that. You'd have very interesting powers. I wonder what would happen if they took a picture of a of a, of a human. Would they just kind of like explode? I don't know. Maybe like see what he had for dinner and stuff. Or no, no, oh, no. It, it'd be like in Gantz. You know, the first time they used <laughs> it. <laughs> first time they do it. Oh yeah, we could stop there because we start discussing Gantz. <laughs> I think I think like a podcast would just ban us if we start talking about Gantz. But it's Gantz. That could be our next twelve episode series, even though it's not twelve episodes. <laughs> we could do have a Gantz, <laughs> or we could do the Gantz movies and discuss that for like an hour. We can discuss the dumb ones too. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Send all anime suggestions to ktdata at kt. Takita at ktdata.net. Anyway, because I totally botched that again. KTData did not train Dito to say the email address. That's why you can't say Kita at ktdata.net. Email us today. No, I can't. <laughs> I have not trained myself. KT is a bad trainer. So anyways, uh, we get to inside where he's like opening up doors left and right, taking pictures like a tourist. With Zoom pizza, pizza. I take over your pizza. Five dollar. Five dollar. Take pictures now. And then we come across this other guy dressed as like a priest, so to speak, and uh, gets called a uh, kotsu. Yeah, which is and uh, yeah. So this interesting guy apparently also shares the same name to uh, sh- his shoe as well. Yeah, 
dun, so, dun, dun. yeah, I mean, I th- a lot of people, like, I think we can say this right now. This is probably one of the bigger spoilers I'm just going to put out there right now is Shu's father's not dead. <laughs> oh. Actually, I, d- I don't know. I was. Dun, dun, dun. The, the way I looked at it is, like, I think the guy knew Shu's father. I don't know. We'll or, soon find out I mean, I, if that is actually Shu's father because they never explained how he might have died or yeah. what killed him because they made a slight reference between the head of the the other resistance and Shu's mom and saying that there was a very tragic accident, you know, a very bad but tragic accident. And they're making a lot of reference to trying to keep Shu alive. Like, what is yeah. it with Shu? And then you see the picture of that's the girl that's in his dreams too. Yeah. And this just so happens to resemble Enery. Resembles my money does her. <laughs> that's probably yeah, what, that's I'm, probably, I'm having this, like here's here's one of my little I'm gonna state this because I wanna see if like anyone will uh try to correct me or not, but I'm having this really bad hunch that Enery somehow related to Shu. <laughs> and it's gonna be really awkward. I don't know. I have I like my hunch is that random guy. Probably his uncle. It seems like almost everyone in Shu's family must be some kind of researcher or something like that. And he's kind of the black sheep of the family that just doesn't know it. <laughs> well, he's sort of in it. He's fighting against it. Yeah, but, or yeah. something. And then, you know. But that actually ends this episode. And I have to say, Guilty Crown's still keeping my interest. Um is this the is this the twenty four? No, C three is the twenty four, right? No, Guilty Crown's the twenty four, C three is our twelve. Okay. Well uh so yeah, so Guilty Crown, I can't wait to see more and I don't know. Anyways. Speaking of C three, let's see if I can press this button and make myself go death somewhere. Stop. <laughs> And the C3 segment is brought to you by hiking. Sometimes you just gotta climb the hill. Uh, for all those who are not who have not seen this episode or these two episodes yet, they're in for a treat on why we put that segment in. Oh yeah, but like, anyways, like I said, watch these animes with us. Like watch these animes with us, and you might wonder you wonder why we have ads in this because. You'll get them. Just watch the animes with us. It's, it's a good time. It's a good time. All right. Sorry to every segment, every segment is brought to you by something that also happened in the show. <laughs> Last we left off, we had a crazy monkey-bladed axe woman get kicked into a house. Vera learns why maintenance is important, and Haraki finds a doll. Oh, oh. yes. And then the student body presence in the barn. Oh, maintenance. I love maintenance. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> So, at the end of the last episode, we found out that uh, Koino-kun, I don't even remember her full name anymore, <laughs> uh, she got attacked by uh, Sovereign, and she's collapsed, and we see uh, um, Haruki, right? I'm confusing names again, even though it's written right here on the dock. 
I can't read. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, Check the notes. Check the notes. You mean that box that you're highlighting for me? Never. <laughs> Anyways, but Haruki's, you know, I don't yeah, understand right this. Here, right here. <laughs> I don't understand. This has to be another trope that when somebody gets sick, you put a wet towel over their forehead. And that's exactly what Haruki was doing, and uh, somehow uh, Kono has her clothes changed because she was in her school uniform out. But she was in her school uniform outfit from the other part because you're at school, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but um, uh, there's a reason why her nickname is Cow Tits, and uh, it looks like that. Um, Fear may not have put the buttons on well enough because stuff happens and Haruki is running for the hills, so to speak. Any window pun, gotta love it. Yeah, and uh, the weirdest thing is that y- y- Kono, she comes back around and she's like, Haruki, and then. Like, can you do me a favor? And this is about the time I face palm, and I just and you can figure out what the rest is. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So, in a nutshell, we just start, like I just figured that putting your hand on on someone's boobs apparently makes them want to fall asleep, and. About this time is when I just, like, he starts to get, like, all blushed, flustered and everything. And, you know, you see the redness in the head. Your stereotypical, like, anime boy who gets to feel the hills. Um, but the thing that made me laugh the loudest is that when his mouth is open, it started, like, glowing. And for all you <laughs> for all you internet fans out there, I just, the first thing that came to my mind when, and I'm pretty sure a lot of you might have thought this too, it was like, I'm a fawn, my laser! <laughs> and that's the first thing that popped in my head when I saw that. Oh, oh man. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, this show just, it's like the girl, it's like they're playing around with you. Because the last episode, that was a pretty dark episode that was before this. And then all of a sudden it comes to this, and Kono's feeling a little bit better, so Haruki decides to go grocery shopping. <laughs> and then Fear, and he's like, "Well, you want to tag along, Fear?" And she's like, "But I suck, and I didn't keep Kono from getting. You should come with us." And I, I, I like how they totally forgot about the whole detective theme that's, that they were going. I found the best way. The best. If you were trying to get Fear to join up with you in anything, on any kind of adventure skirmish, whatever, offer her rice crackers. Oh. It's like her. It's like her crack. Ah, oh, crack cocaine. And yeah, so they go to the market, and he just shows them this giant shelf of rice crackers, and she's like, ooh, 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 ooh. It's like me and bacon. If you ever need to bribe me, just bring bacon. I'm like, bacon, ah, bacon, 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 bacon. Uh, bacon bits. That's all I got. Bacon. Still bacon. Bacon is bacon. And, like, th- this whole scene right here really isn't that important, so to speak, but it made me just kind of chuckle a little because 
she well, has. Well, let's be honest about this, Dito. This whole episode <laughs> is really not that important. True. This whole episode really has no significant value to the storyline whatsoever, but it's it's still funny. I mean, it... uh, like, but yeah, you know, like literally nothing happens in this episode. I'm not gonna lie, and it's to follow along with our theme in Guilty Crown. It's 100 percent fan service. And that's mm-hmm. I, I like I pretty much messaged Dito. It's like, um, did you notice that both Guilty Ground and C three was pretty much all fan service? <laughs> or am I just seeing things? Yeah, it it pretty much is. Like the pretty much all the shows they were watching, aside from Shauna, was even Shauna actually had some too. Yeah. And so we'll like, get to that. Yeah, it was like we'll get to that. This is this whole this just whole segment right now is just about fan service and I I find that to be hilarious because I've never like went through shows where they had all within the same uh, episodes. Yeah, and like I, we didn't plan this; it just happened by itself. So I don't know what you're gonna do. What you're gonna do? But as we, <laughs> but uh, so again, on to the next nothing episode. Uh, Unio decides to come. You know, girl in bondage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, she comes to visit again. Oh, I can. See, what What are we at now? A love square. Well, no. Okay, so we have with fear. We have uh, Konoha. We have uh, Unio. Then, yeah, there's those three. So it's a triangle right now. No, you gotta. You gotta add Haruki into there because they're not in love with each other. <laughs> True. Well, there's a little triangle around Haruki. <laughs> okay. All right. And that's all. We, that's all for now. For now. <laughs> and then, see, we don't even see the crazy lady in this episode either. That's true. We haven't. I was really hoping she'd come back. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um. So yeah, she comes visits and um and, and, the, the, then they then they go back to trying to solve the uh mystery of finding sovereign and the school nurse this this is what really got me about this cuz the school nurse is like I'm so bored. And I'm like, didn't you just barely get over a random rash of student attacks? Why are you bored? <laughs> Not that she's also tired too. It seems like as soon as they walk in, she like names all three of them off, and she's like, "After name, I'm I'm tired and wants to go to sleep." It's like, wow. It's like, what kind of nurse is that? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, they they ask for her students' files, and she's like, "Eh, over there." <laughs> I this what made me laugh too. I mean, I know it's an anime and everything, but if and if you're that, this character is obviously like very laid back, laid back, very very laid back. And just doesn't care, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I don't care about my my student security, about you know, privacy or anything like that. Go ahead, yeah. just, everything's alphabetical order. Go at it, go at it, go at it. And uh, so they finally go to Sovereign's house. Well, first they look at the file, and of course, all files have a mugshot in them because that's how files work. And they discover one thing: the picture doesn't match what who they think is the girl's name that I don't remember, even though it's written right here. <laughs> Shiro's. Shiro. Yeah. Shiro. Shiro. Cheerio. Cheerio. Yeah. I'll just. Cheerio. 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 Yeah. 
<laughs> chip, chip, cheer, and all that. Right. Anyways, <laughs> so they find like once they find out that the picture doesn't match the actual um, Cheerios in the mugshot, they they just kind of like bolts out of there and start explaining what they're trying to do as they as fear gets stuck behind a. a the gate stuck behind the the subway gate, and Haraki gets carried like a princess. Spider Man, it's, like, it's, it's, it's so it, yeah. it's like so un, unrelated to anything, and just so subtle that it makes it yeah. it deserves to be commented on. They just they just ugh, this anime is so random sometimes. I I'm like really really. Um. Then back to seriousness. <laughs> they, yeah. Uh, they go over there and they find Sovereign trying to kill uh, Cheerio. <laughs> and uh, Fear and Haruki, or not Haruki, and Konoha manage to, or not, Unio. <laughs> Unio. If I, if I just keep naming off these characters, I'll eventually get all of them that were in the scene, right? <laughs> At this point, self, KT is just like anyone's mother who has more than like three kids and just name them off in, in order. <laughs> Didn't I tell you I'm going to name my kids 1, 2, and 3 so I can keep track of them well? <laughs> 1, check. 2, check. 3, check. <laughs> if we go over 10, I'm going to be in trouble because I can't count that high. <laughs> it's like, uh, I only got you know, this many fingers. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so they managed to save her. And she, the thing is that um, Shiro, she's like, why in the world did you save me, huh? Huh? And then we find out this is what I didn't, to be honest, this is what I kind of didn't like because they took so long with this story that they kind of like just compressed the resolution all into one like 10 minute block, to be honest. And so we finally learned the history of Sovereign and uh, Shiro, Shir- wow, Shirio, Chirio, yeah, Chirio, I'll call her Chirio because it's that's as close Cheerio. as I'm gonna get. <laughs> Anyways, that sovereign, sovereign, sovereign identity, and and probably just call it sovereign too because it's just a long word. I don't want to say it. it's late at night. It's only It's apparently a, a doll that has been cursed to literally not, love it's, their it's, owner to it, death. It, yeah, it's a, it's a cursed doll to love. Um, whenever you fall in love with this doll. And do what's called the final embrace, you know, when you hug it. Giggity. You get it. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> Not the good way either. Yeah, it's... And collapse. Yeah. And for those who are kind of not following us right now, um, what it does, what this doll does is um, pull blades out of his body. Yeah, like his... his well, it's an androgynous doll so it can be a boy or a girl he she it um when you hug it it literally literally turns into this blade it blades just go everywhere you can think of including the chest where it's like a fatal knife blow that'd be kind of big knife mind you (laughs) this would make such a good like video game character you know finishing move finish him (laughs) yeah um but yeah, so we we find out this whole whole uh, reason why we're going through this is because they're in love with each other. Yeah, it's like she doesn't want she's been she didn't want to admit to it. Like she she figured that 
if I don't admit to my love to this doll that I, the curse won't take effect. And apparently, she, like, uh, Shirano is not very surprised about curses either. That's just the weird thing, too. But at this point, the uh, Sovereign runs away from them all after stabbing Uno in the chest with a, a hand blade of doom. And, of course, she's just like, oh, don't worry, I can't die. And you're just sitting there going, like... This is, is going to get old fast. This is going to get old. Yeah, she keeps on taking the, like, she's the tank. You know, she's like an MMO or an RPG. She's the tank just taking all the grunt damage because she can't die. It's going to, yeah, I'm going to be it's done with up. this one soon. <laughs> yeah. So they come up with a plan trying to get Sovereign back and try to, you know, they're saying like, oh, don't kill Sovereign. And they're all like, oh, we'll kill, do our best. And then out of nowhere, like all three of the girls just go absolutely nuts. Yes. Like you, fear gets that look that you saw in the first episode when she saw blood. Um, uh, Kono, she actually like unsheaths herself, which is kind of that. That's nuts in itself. And uh, Unio, she's just like Spider Man. No, <laughs> <laughs> Spider Monkey, I miss you. Um, yeah, what I found to be interesting too is because uh, Kono like uses Haraki as a is to take uh, Shirino hostage. Yeah. And that's what I found to be like, what the hell's going on? I know. And then, like, apparently she takes control of Haraki for a good portion of it, too, because he's, like, can't let go or anything, and she's doing the driving, which was kind of weird. Apparently she has that power. I didn't know. But I guess that's the power. I thought she was just a cursed blade and everything, so it makes sense now because, you know, her last name is uh, Musumane, or, yeah, Musumane. So, you know, it made a little sense on there saying that a cursed blade that can, you know, the wielder is going to be under a supreme uh, uh, samurai, or sam- wow, there's that sound again. <laughs> the sound of death. Yeah, it just uh... overwhelms my speakers in my head, but... I just found this that whole thing to be very, very interesting on how they just go nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, this is probably my second favorite battle. My uh, first favorite battle was the uh, second battle Fear had with uh, PV, and where it's just going berserk. That was awesome. That was awesome. But this is my second favorite battle so far we've seen in the show. And uh, to be honest, I thought this resolution was kind of lame. They managed to uh, piss off so- Sovereign, so all the blades come out and everything, and then they have Kona just, like, swipe off all the blades, and apparently that fixes everything. Yeah, so now this, it's a doll, a cursed doll that can, is meant to be, uh, meant to fall in love, but now can, because now it doesn't have blades in its body. That's, like, the whole purpose was, like, it had... Uh, fear pull out this torture chamber thing that's just yeah, like that was bound, like gonna bound, rip her um, apart. Sovereign up and just blades are popping out everywhere and there's like is that it is that it is that it and all of a sudden I know where that one we talked about the through the chest just ping it was like whoa yeah. um and then they just cut them all off and she just happens to be better which I'm like oh <laughs> but uh that then then of course I don't this show. Such a tease. Do you think there's going to be some crazy resolution or not? They go. They end up in the superintendent's office again. The superintendent. I don't know what the hell to think of him, honestly. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know what to think about the assistant superintendent either. Oh, my 
Oh, dear. And I have I have to give it to him. It's like, so there's something wrong with the assistant superintendent. She likes cute things, but it doesn't suit her at all because she's the, like, super serious one. And she has all these, like, random cute things. And lo and behold, so- Sovereignty is all dressed up. <laughs> yeah. I need to backtrack a little because yep. I want to make this uh, comment, too, about the battle of uh, between fear and all them is the Mokujin army. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I I just have to mention this because that when because since the, it's a doll, it's like this supposed to be the creator of the perfect doll and can be and all be all of the image of dolling. After they just started like summoning up, I I it's just like going okay blah blah. They're all they're just wood. There's wooden dolls. And I never thought of anything so, but they are Mokujin. I don't I don't care anyone says they are Mokujin. <laughs> I played enough Tekken to know that, so. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I know. I'm like, really, the trees are gonna come up. What are the trees gonna do? Every, like, one of them has a sword. Swords cut through trees. <laughs> yeah, I I just have to mention that because that was slightly. I was cheering my Mokujins on. I was actually coming like, come on, come on. Oh uh, yeah, I, I know. And the 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 funny thing is, I. Like when we move on, then they go get to their non-serious part of the episode because they do that. Um, they want to get fear into fear into uh, what? What would you say? A dance cheerleader club, essentially. Yeah, they they um, some of the their students or some of their uh, classmates convince fear to join in. I guess for like a cheerleading event or something. Yeah, because like. Just like you would assume when Guilty Crown when they did the beach episode, guess what, guys? It is the school festival now. Oh yeah! And then the funny thing is, like, she's go. We practice tomorrow, and she pulls out a cassette tape. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't know where either. I'd assume that there's like pockets on them or something. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's a cassette tape. It's the year 2011. I don't even know where to buy a cassette tape anymore. <laughs> I don't think anyone has any any means to record on those anymore. I, I don't know. That was that was bizarre to me. I'm not even gonna lie. That was very very bizarre for me. And the funny thing is too that it, that didn't even phase me when they pulled the cassette tape. I didn't even, that didn't even phase me until he mentioned it. Now, just like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I noticed it in Shauna too. But we'll get to that when we get there. Um, <laughs> But and then, then uh, out of this, uh, right before the credits roll, Fear and Haruki have a discussion with each other. But it's in the most random place too. It's in front of the restrooms. Like I'm not even lying. <laughs> they cut to the scene, and you're looking through the windows, and you see Fear and Haruki talking to each other between the windows and everything. And right behind them, there's these giant. Girls and boys sign on the door, and that like out of all the scenes you can pick to have a discussion like that in front of the bathrooms, that yeah. made no sense. It's like that's like they pick the most odd places to, you know, just have a heart to heart. I mean, if I was having a heart to heart with myself, I would choose a better place than the you know the bathrooms, like in front of the bathrooms. And I was like, really? Why? Why? This made no sense. And then, of course, they do another zinger because, like, it's not consistent on how C3 does this. Is like some episodes they'll have something after the credits, some don't. And I expected nothing after these credits. I'm like, oh, story's resolved. And then 
you see this discussion between uh, sovereignty and fear about do I have it? And then uh, our uh, our love square triangle, however you want to count it, intensifies. And then the end. <laughs> yeah, but then there's still things we must add into just because, you know, like fear doing random stuff itself, they oh, have, I'm going to be stating as the sticky maid. Oh. If you, I'm just stating at that. If you're watching the show, you know exactly what I mean at this point. Fan and service. Then, yeah, because of, because after they uh, beat Sovereignty and everything, uh, she had one of those induced discs that Fear got. Indulgence so she's disc. got two of those now, and I'm surprised they didn't actually end the episode with her trying to, you know, get that disc inside her again. Because maintenance is important. Yes, maintenance is very important. <laughs> I I can't believe you just called it an induced disc, though. You're the one who wrote that, and you called it induced disc when it's indulgence disc. Indul- indulgence disc. Sorry. You're <laughs> Thank the one you, who tied for correcting my stupidity. You're the one. You're the one who wrote that too. So. And I, I write it. I don't read it. <laughs> I, I loved how they snuck it in too, because like it's just like an after. Oh yeah, this popped out. My question is where it popped out. I don't want to know, but yeah. <laughs> if it's anything like those blades. Dude. And, well, you know, and then I was like, and then Fear's like, do I have it? And, yeah, watch that scene. That's, yeah. Anyways, let's go on to our next show because we got a lot to talk about this and we're already like an hour in. <laughs> And this section is brought to you by the same people the same who write people. storylines. Uh, go ahead, Nito. <laughs> <laughs> we never have this stuff written out. Best way for each other. Because... <laughs> Yeah, we already botched it. <laughs> yeah, anyways. Well, this whole two episodes, you know, we were all, I was all excited. Ooh, fan service, fan service, fan service, fan service, fan service. Oh, crap, character development. Yeah, so these last, these next two episodes quite literally is nothing but story development. Yeah. Um, you know, we la- when we last left off, Shauna, she's still stuck in the castle. Because that's exciting. Um, y- Yuji gets a uh, the thing, and <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. The thing. Yeah, the thing. Um, Carmel still wearing the same maid outfit. Uh, Sato finally meets the uh, female Mustang and gets showered twice, locked in a room multiple times, and war is on the horizon. Dun dun dun. Yes, which is funny too about these episodes is um, because uh, when I was watching it, I was watching episode seven. Just yeah, we're in seven and eight, aren't we? Yes, I think. Yeah, yes. seven. I was watching through the regular fan ser- fan group that we that I usually try to follow, and when eight came out, they didn't actually have it, so I had to go through and watch it through Kami. And yeah, <laughs> they don't. 
honestly, it's like if you guys uh, watch through Kami and you enjoy, I'm not gonna say anything about it, but <sighs> they translate things completely off. <laughs> they That's translate almost say. like too too tra- like literal, literally word like translated from word to yeah. word. I mean, it's no bueno. Oh, yeah, they do it. They do a direct translation, and a lot of it doesn't carry over. Is the problem I'm seeing on that? Yeah, um, but you know, we la- the one thing was that uh, at the end of episode six, um, Hecate or however you say her name was Hecate uh, or Hecate. Hecate. There we go. Hecate pretty much was tearing up the room that Shauna was in, and I was excited. I'm like, ooh. Interesting battle, and again, Shauna gets she gets tossed around like a rag doll, essentially. And a pillow yeah. saves her. A pillow. That was kind of uh, somehow a pillow can ward off a flame attack from one of the three generals. You know, like one of the three top generals in the whole Balmoth, and a pillow stops her attack. Yeah. Like, oh, seriously? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I don't know. What, I don't know what to think of this, but. The whole like we can we can pretty much sum up this whole this whole for like whole episode seven by they were talking about the God Gate, which essentially is where the leader of the ball mask, the serpent, this he's called the serpent dude, because he has a long name, I'd rather not say it all. Uh where his original body is that he's using Yuji as a medium to yeah. get to that body again. And it's essentially just a hole in the sky. I was expecting a little bit more extravagant, but no, it's God gates a hole in the sky. <laughs> yeah, just you know, boom, there it is. Like no one's gonna notice uh, that, right? <laughs> yeah, but as the story keeps on going, we find out that the they're seeing both sides kind of planning their strategies on how they're going to fight each other. Um, you see some fight, some of the actual fighting going on between the a lot of the ball mask and the outlaws from across the world, how they're all, you're seeing all the flame hazes trying to strategize, trying to uh, fend off all the attacks from the other, the, the other groups. So in a nutshell, we're just, we're seeing a lot of um, the stuff that we just, we'll find important for the story, but yeah. really has no significant value to go in much deep in that detail. And because when you, I, mean, I would rather encourage people to watch these and then having us explain, yeah. Um, but, oh, man. Such a... So we also learn why they keep Shauna around because they know if she, they kill her, the um, other dude's just going to go find another partner to try and ruin it. So they're just keeping her hostage so he can't do anything. Um, and that's pretty much all the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all episode seven really yeah, was. Yeah. Um, the only thing other than that that, that caught me was. Uh, at the end of the episode, oh dear God, this is a poor, 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 poor choice of translation words. But the version I watched, they said UG was going all the way, going all the way. <laughs> which which group did you watch that through? Um, SS Eclipse. Oh. He he literally said that to Shauna. I'm going all the way. <laughs> poor choice of words. Anyways. Let's go to episode eight. That's at least a more interesting than episode seven was. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not even like episode Mostly. seven is one of those episodes that are, it's important to watch, but it's so boring. <laughs> kind of like our show. Um, but <laughs> episode <Exactly>. eight. 
episode eight, the whole episode really is confining around uh, Kushida learning about the pendant that was given by Fellas back in the, you know, the second season and what the whole purpose of it is and if she can still actually, can actually still watch it or still use it. Um, Carmel goes into the old ruins of where she used to live where training Shauna and pulls it out yeah. of the water. I know, 30 minutes under, underwater, which was kind of nuts too. She was underwater for 30 whole minutes, which is kind of crazy because you don't even like see her breathing or any air bubbles whatsoever at all, which was kind of nuts. She's for like, she lived for a few hundred years. She probably learned how to hold her breath for a long time. That's right. I don't know. So yeah, um, and so we start we start seeing everything, and she like totally just gets the old home up, which is kind of crazy. And, and she doesn't even have to try, which is nuts, and shows you how powerful she actually truly is. Um, and and this is the fun part because we see Rebecca, you know the. Uh, Female version of General um, Mustang from Mustang Metal, of uh, Full Metal Alchemist. She gets wet this time, but she didn't blow anything up. <laughs> I think it's going to be like a like an ongoing thing that she's going to get showered on in every episode. <laughs> but no fan service; she just gets soaked. <laughs> that's, Actually, that's there was thing. the like in the intros uh, between the two uh, like commercial segments and everything when it comes back in it shows like uh carmel like trying to ring out uh, rebecca's clothing and everything and <laughs> he's like <laughs> that's like the most fan service i saw there so i just found that uh, to be like oh well there it is <laughs> they're like oh dito and kt is going to be watching this so might as well put that in right yeah they knew they, they thought of us yeah um and then ball mask they just go all out on this at the battle this is actually when the episode actually starts picking up is that at the beginning you see them attacking Tokyo right there and there's just hundreds and thousands of them all just bombarding Tokyo and you think that's probably their whole entire ball mask army and but no you you find out it cuts to all the different headquarters where uh outlaw I almost called him undertaker again <laughs> outlaws um headquarters are <laughs> and like all of them are just getting hammered and you're like where in the world are all these guys coming from um but uh, i don't know and then uh, of course none of the generals are there because they're all with uh yuji going through the god gate which the god gate i just want to put a little little synopsis on this god gate it reminds me of like walking through the seasons and then disappearing behind. I mean, that all it is is like a set path. You're seeing going spiraling around and it's like, there's, you'll just go through like the summer of it. So it's like a bridge, go through the winter of it. It's just ice, you know, you go through, no, it's just, I'm just watching this and they're just kind of like going through this nonchalantly, not even thinking about it. So yeah, it, it like literally looks like it looked like a board game to me when I first saw it. I'm like, yeah, where do you roll the die? <laughs> But after that, we can, we come back into seeing. You now there there is the Rebecca and the old man. I'm going to call them because they, that's what they refer him as. Is like when the older of the of the flame hazes. Tito didn't and write the guy's is, name down on the dock. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> they must not know that. <laughs> but. They are trying to infiltrate the castle or where, you know, Shauna's being held. So, cause they're trying to rescue Shauna now. 
and you would assume and this is just like so fitting for her, for the Rebecca character is they come across two of like the guards in the underground tunnels and it's just kind of like she just looks at them and they're just staring at each other she's like hello and then goodbye and just first thing blows them up Decimates i mean them. yeah blow them ask questions later i mean i don't want to be in that vicinity fighting against rebecca it's just seeing them going hi hi goodbye oh crap <laughs> yeah um like Seriously, watch this episode because the second half of it just gets you pumped. I'm ex- I'm actually excited to go watch episode nine, and I kind of want to do it right after we finish the show because it's really good. Um, but this is finally the final battle is about to start, and Sean. Oh okay, so let me get in my soapbox right now. Um, this is a twelve episode series, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure. The last four to six episodes, Shauna's been stuck in a tower. She, like, literally hasn't done anything. And it's really disappointing considering the show is called Shakugan no Shauna. <laughs> and, like... Yeah, I just find this, like, the whole thing... I find Shauna's character in this third season to be very emo-ish. I mean, yeah, she's not really hate her. doing anything. <laughs> you, you really kind of hate her. Uh, it's... <laughs> I mean, I understand, like, the whole purpose of, like, putting her in this position and all that, but. They, they, they've they dragged it out for so long. Yeah. They, they know this is, like, they know this is the last Shauna series they're going to make. And they know they only have a set number of episodes. And next thing you know, we're going to get Chakagan no Shauna Final 2 for some reason. <laughs> because. They They'll didn't. probably do like a movie or an OAP to finish it up, but yeah. I will find out soon because we still have two more two more Kita episodes before the season ends. But oh, I hate Shauna right now. I'm not even gonna lie. She's the the least interesting character so far we've seen this season. I have to say, I find I find Sato to be more interesting. And that's bad. Know, because, <laughs> I don't know why I'm finding him a little bit more interesting because he seems like he's trying to do stuff. He might actually become a. Nah, he won't become an important character, but. <laughs> More entertaining, at least. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that that's my biggest gripe about this, because out of all the animes we came in, I was really excited about this one, because I'm like, oh, they go out with a bang, you know? They don't have to do all the normal stuff you'd see in an anime, because they've got a well-established fan base and everything, but nope. Sean is stuck in a castle. Can't do anything. I mean, uh, it, seriously, like, it kind of makes the first two episodes in the series not even matter where she was, like, training and stuff. Because now he's like, I'm stuck in my tower. I can't do anything. Yeah, but finally she's starting. Like, now that the the battle... The series is almost over. Yeah. Yeah, now the series is almost <laughs> over. They have to stay. Oh, okay, let's get into fighting. So... Hopefully, with the next on our next show, we will hopefully. we will actually have a lot more interesting t- things to talk about for Shauna. Yeah, hopefully, I'll turn around. I hope so. Um, but guess what, Dito? That's all we got, man. That's a show right there. No, there must be more to talk about. We must extend for two hours. No, it's not. Well, it would help if you guys sent us email at kita at ktdata.net. We could read it. I I showed Dito the sound drop that I want to play for it. I just need somebody to send an email. Any email. You could say you suck and I might be tempted to read it just because I want to play the sound drop. Please? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and, uh, you know, we do it every two weeks. So December 20th, hopefully December 20th, yeah. <laughs> will, will be our uh, next episode. And, of course, we do it live. Um, we did it a little bit later today because I had to run some errands because well, I suck, okay? I'm sorry. I suck. But next time, you should be at Tuesday. And you can always see us at ktdata.net slash live. Um, do you know, you, those spy glasses, you're probably going to end up writing a review, right? Yeah, I'll be throwing up a review for the this uh, spy net yeah. glasses, you, recording you, goggles, yeah. recording night vision goggles, sorry. You'll have to probably in us... the next little while, once I actually get a chance to um, do some uh, recording footage yeah. on it. Yeah, and... you got to put some footage up. I, I, I'd love to see what that looks like. I'm excited for that. Um, for, for Dito's review of all that and more and... Hopefully, Geeks Day 2 will get put up sometime <laughs> between now and the next episode. Check out ktdata.net for all that. Um, Dito, thanks for working around my crazy schedule. That's okay. <laughs> you're probably you work around mine next. Yeah, you're as busy as I am. Thank you. Um, I, I love it, you know, to be honest. I just love sitting here talking to you for a lot of that. Um for anybody who watches, including the uh, 20 plus people who watch us on YouTube, I love you. I really do, deep down inside. Because I don't know how you can sit through an hour and a half listening to me talk. But you're awesome. Um, to you guys on the podcast, I don't have numbers, but you guys rock too. Um, we're actually on Stitcher Radio now. So we, you can get us through iTunes. You can get us through Zoom, I think. And you can get us through Stitcher. And Stitcher is probably the coolest app out of all of them. So. Make sure you guys go check that out. You can stream it so you don't have to download all this stuff. Worry about, you know, software enough. You just go to Stitcher, type it. You can actually even type in anime and we pop up on there, which is pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I think that's all. Do we got anything else, Dito? I have nothing. So, um, thank you guys again for watching. See you next time. Comment, leave us feedback, let us know. And uh, we'll see you all later. Bye, guys. See ya. button on audio has been pressed. Yay! All right. Record button on video has been pressed. <laughs> the door's ajar. A door's ajar. A door's ajar. All right. Here we go. If I can press this play button. No, you can't. Never can.